Okay, so today we are starting on a new series. Ooh. I know, it's exciting. So the new, new series is entitled Holy Spirit, dot, 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 and then each one's different thing. So basically it's a series about the Holy Spirit, which is really, really exciting. Um, and I'm excited about this because I was thinking about this when I first started thinking about the passage that I've got today. And I don't know about you, but I think we take the Holy Spirit a little bit for granted. We talk a lot about Jesus and God, but the Holy Spirit is always at work. Always. So when we're praying, the Holy Spirit is at work. When we are going about our day and we get prompted or reminded about something to contact somebody, to pray about somebody, to whatever it may be, the Holy Spirit is working. When we speak to somebody and we say something and we go, ooh, don't know where that came from, but actually it hits right to the point. The Holy Spirit is always working and I think we don't always acknowledge that it's the Holy Spirit working. We go, it's God, Jesus. But actually the Holy Spirit, there's much more that the Holy Spirit does. So I'm excited about this, this series as well. My mum had a, a fridge magnet when I was little, which basically said, housework is one of those things that you don't notice until you don't do it. And I think in a way, the Holy Spirit's a bit like that. We know, we, the Holy Spirit's always there working. And I think, yeah, it's all good. So today, this, the title that I've got today is Holy Spirit Points to Jesus. And I've got the passage, John 15, verse 26, which hopefully is up. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth goes out from the Father. He will testify about me. And I was looking at this, and the last time I preached, I had a very, I had four words, which was very simple. And this is similar. It's simple, it's straightforward, it says what it says, but actually when you think about it, there is so much more in this passage than first meets the eye. So we're going to explore it a bit. So I'm going to start right at the beginning. Okay, so I'm going to start Genesis verse one, Genesis one verse two, which says the Spirit hovered over the waters. The Holy Spirit was there right at the beginning, before all of this. The Holy Spirit was there. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit and God and Jesus are all one. I was talking to Timothy last night over dinner. And I said, oh, I'm preaching this morning. And I said, I've got the title, Holy Spirit Points to Jesus. And he went, but Holy Spirit is Jesus. <laughs> I went, yeah. <laughs> Good. You've got it. Because God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, it's all part of the Trinity. And the thing that I've got with the Trinity is it blows my mind completely. Three people in one, at the same time. And my heart goes, yes, 
Got it. Yes. But when I start to think about it, it's just like, my brain can't get it. My brain can't understand the Trinity. When I think about it, I'm like, I, I, uh -huh. <laughs> trying to explain the Trinity to somebody is quite hard. I don't know if anybody's tried. And I, I, don't, I think the Trinity is one of those things that I might not get until I get to heaven. But actually, I think we've got there, there are various things, because Timothy last night was like, oh, yeah, the Trinity. Yeah, it's like ice, water, and steam. They're all H2O. <laughs> Timothy's a scientist. So I'm like, yeah, that's one of the things we use to describe the Holy Trinity, three things. But it's all sort of one element. And I think, in a way, that is... It goes part the way, but actually they're not the three things at the same time. So it sort of explains it, but it doesn't explain it. And I think the other thing that we use to explain the Trinity is about being a mother, a daughter, a wife. And I'm like, yeah, that's great, because that's one person doing three roles. But that's not three individual people. I might sometimes think I'm three individual people doing one job, but I'm not three individual people. I'm one person, but I've got different roles. And that doesn't quite work it out to explain the Trinity either. And so my brain, can you see where I'm going? My brain can't quite get it. We've got nothing on this earth that is quite, that explains it. If somebody's got a better way of explaining it or gets it, please come talk to me after because then we might all get it. But the one thing about the Trinity is that it is an intimate thing. God, Jesus, Spirit, they're intimate. They're three in one. John 16, 12 to 15 says, says this, I'll turn around and read it. I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. And I was looking at this, and it's like, even when the Holy Spirit comes, there's this intimacy with Jesus, with God, that actually it's an intimate thing that, they don't operate on their own individually. They operate together, the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, all together. It's really an intimate thing. They're interlinked and they're interdependent. And what I love about this is elsewhere in the New Testament, it talks about the Holy Spirit being in us. And then the Holy Spirit is in Jesus who's in God, who's in the Holy Spirit, and they are in each other, in us. So we become part of that. Isn't that awesome? And the Holy Spirit speaks through, or that Jesus speaks through the Holy Spirit to each of us as well. And that blows my mind as well, because it's like, yeah, it's just, whoa... So, I'm progressing. We've gone Genesis. 
If we look in the Old Testament at, what the, Holy, at the Holy Spirit, we can see the Holy Spirit time and time again through the Old Testament. Just look at Moses, Daniel, David, the prophets. Actually, the Holy Spirit is at work. God and Jesus are at work throughout the Old Testament. And what I love, even in the Old Testament, coming back to the point of the sermon, is that it all points to Jesus. So we've got Isaiah 8, verse 11. So this is Isaiah through, so one of the prophets, the Lord spoke to me with his strong hand upon me. And then out of that, the Holy Spirit is on Isaiah. His strong hand is upon Isaiah. And then Isaiah comes out with this huge prophecy which then lasts to the end of chapter 11. And it's just, it just comes out because the Holy Spirit is on Isaiah. And within that, we get these prophetic words about Jesus, which is Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we also get verse 11, or chapter 11, verse 1 to 3, which also says, A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding. And so it goes on. So the Holy Spirit was on Isaiah... And Isaiah then prophesies and points to Jesus. And it has these awesome prophecies about Jesus and Jesus coming. That passage in Isaiah first, chapter 8, verse 11, the Lord spoke to me with his strong hand upon me. I'm going to quote Laurie now. Laurie has this phrase, pre-Pentecost, the presence was on a person for a period, and post-Pentecost, the presence is permanent. So actually in the Old Testament, although the Holy Spirit is working, he's on people for a period of time. But after Pentecost, that presence is permanent, which is us. We've got the Holy Spirit in us permanently, which is awesome. So when you look through the Old Testament, look at the prophets, look at David, Daniel, Moses, and look at Mary as well. The Holy Spirit came on Mary for a period of time. And it all, it all changed in Pentecost because of Jesus. This foretelling, this prophecy, the Holy Spirit pointing to Jesus coming it's all about Jesus. So in our passage today, it talks about the advocate, the Holy Spirit coming, which is also mentioned in the Old Testament in Joel, which says, 
I will pour out my spirit on all people. And that's a prophecy foretelling that actually this is going to happen. And we carry on through the Bible and we see Jesus coming, fulfilling these awesome prophecies. And when Jesus is talking with his disciples and meeting with them, Jesus is then pointing to the Holy Spirit coming. Isn't that awesome? That you've got the Holy Spirit pointing to Jesus coming, and then Jesus is pointing to the Holy Spirit coming. And now the Holy Spirit points to Jesus coming again. I think that's quite awesome. <laughs> I don't know about you. But here are some of the passages about that talk about not just the passage that we've got for today. Here are some other passages about Jesus coming, or the Holy Spirit coming. So John 14 Verse 16 to 17. Again, it's saying here that the presence that Jesus is promising, that is saying the advocate is coming, it is going to be permanent. Just look here. Yeah? We'll be with you forever. And in John 14, verse 26, says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Which goes back to what I said in the beginning. When the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit working in us reminds us of things, teaches us things. So I was thinking about this and thinking, Okay, Lord, I want to learn more about your word. I want to learn more about you. I want to be in that place where I learn. And it's the Holy Spirit that enables that to happen. I don't know about you, but there are times where I've just read the Bible. And I don't get it. And then there are other times where I read the Bible. And I've prayed before I've read the Bible, going, Lord, speak to me through the Bible. Show me what you want me to see and all of a sudden I get it I see it I understand it and I understand it a bit more it's one of the things I'm quite enjoying about preaching is actually going deeper in some of these passages that I don't always think about doing when I'm just reading the Bible that actually it's that study it's that, actually, these passages mean so much more. There is so much depth in every single verse in the Bible. And it's awesome. And the Holy Spirit helps us with that. But we can't be reminded of things that we don't know. So we've got to read the Bible to then be reminded of it. If we don't read the Bible... How can the Holy Spirit remind us of the things that are in the Bible? Yeah? So we're going to go back to the passage for today. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. 
And I looked up what advocate means, because I like doing things like that. And in the Greek, it, actually, it means advocate, intercessor, consoler, comforter, helper, which are awesome. That, that's the Holy Spirit. And that's awesome. And I like these dictionary um, meanings of advocate because I think sometimes we say these words, but we don't, we know what they mean, but we don't fully know. So in the dictionary, it says a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause or policy, a person who puts a case on someone else's behalf. Isn't that what the Holy Spirit does? That's awesome. And I like this one. Favor actively one that meets opposition. And I think that's awesome. The Holy Spirit is a gift from God to us. And it brings an intimacy of the Trinity to each one of us as well. We're part of that. The Holy Spirit is in us. And we can participate in that trinity, in that intimacy as well. What I like in three of these passages in John that we've looked at, they all mention and refer to the advocate, the Holy Spirit, as spirit of truth. I love that. So when the Holy Spirit comes and lives in each of us, it brings truth. And we know that truth in each of us. But that truth then affects and changes us. So that when we speak, we can only speak truth. Because when the Holy Spirit is in us, the Holy Spirit speaks truth. So it changes us. The Holy Spirit can only bring truth, speak truth and is truth. And when the Holy Spirit lives in us, that truth radiates out from each of us. And as that Holy Spirit speaks to us and brings that truth, it testifies about Jesus. Because Jesus is in the Holy Spirit in us. And when we look uh, when the advocate came, when the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost, that is exactly what happened. I'm not going to put the passages on screen because they're so long and we'd be here till lunchtime. But there is so much in Acts, in the rest of the New Testament, about what happens when the Holy Spirit lives in people they can't help but radiate Jesus. If you look at Peter at Pentecost in Acts 1, 14 to 26, he radiates Jesus. He testifies about Jesus. He stands up and speaks and says, this is Jesus who you crucified, who is the Messiah. Look at Acts 7 at Stephen. Stephen again testifies about Jesus. 
in the rest of Acts, Peter and Paul and the disciples speak about Jesus when the Holy Spirit is in them. And the rest of the New Testament and throughout history and in today, in each one of us, that as we live life, the Holy Spirit radiates out of us and testifies about Jesus, what Jesus has done in each one of us. Firstly, by becoming Christians, that transformation and change that actually each one of us have had our lives changed and transformed by having that faith in Jesus. And the one thing about testifying is that it is active. It's not passive, it's active. You've actually got to be active, it's spoken. Yes, there are sometimes by the changes in our lives that that testifies, but actually a lot of it is spoken. Just look at Acts. People stand up and testify. And testify means serve as evidence or proof that something exists or is the case. Isn't that what we do in our everyday lives? We testify to the fact that Jesus is alive, that we, the Holy Spirit has come and lives in us. The Trinity live in us. And every time we testify about Jesus, we speak truth. And every time we speak truth, we testify about Jesus. I think that's awesome. I want to share something with you because I don't know if it will help you or not. At Encounter last week, I was standing here and during the worship, I was standing there in worship and I was like, oh, I can feel my skin like itching and just sort of feeling all yucky and just didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. And then what I saw was from within me, this bright light and warmth radiate out of me. And as it came to the surface of my skin, it just As, as this bright light, this warmth came to the surface of my skin, all of the yuck and muck and itchiness just sort of disappeared. It just sort of disintegrated. And it's almost like there are times where we try and keep Holy Spirit and all this God stuff inside us. We try and limit it. We try and control it, but actually it's about opening that up, allowing God, Jesus, Holy Spirit to fill us, to radiate out of us. That as it radiates out of us, all of the rubbish and stuff around us just disappears and dissipates. And we then shine and radiate Jesus 
And it's about testifying to Jesus. Look at the passage. We're meant to radiate and testify about Jesus, about his transforming power, because it is all about Jesus. Because all this is made possible by Jesus dying on the cross. He was buried and then he rose again and he ascended into heaven. It is made possible, this connection we have with Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, the Trinity. This connection we've got is made possible because of Jesus and what he did on the cross. And we can't help but then testify about that. It all points to Jesus because it is all about him. Amen.